Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Well, I said I didn't ask you for a dime, did I? He said no. Well, I said, Brother Robinson, I'm going to, as you raised the subject, I never mentioned it, but Ben, as you mentioned the subject, would you mind if I said something? No, he said, say anything you want. Well, I said, for goodness sake, don't get up there and tell the people, I know you had a cotton crop failure, you had a tomato crop failure, you can't give anything because you just got through telling them not to give. Now, if you're going to say anything, get up and tell them what the Bible says. Tell them that the Bible, God said, the 50th Psalm, the world and the fullness thereof is the Lord's. Tell them that the Bible said, the silver and the gold, the cattle of a thousand hills is the Lord's. And what belongs to the Lord belongs to us. We're all well able to give. We're going to take up the offering now. I said, I don't ask you to make a pull. Just pass the plate and give them a chance to give. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, Faith Classics, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. We as believers, as Christians, should never talk defeat. We should never talk failure. You talk about your trials. You talk about your difficulties. You talk about your lack of faith. You talk about your lack of money. And faith will shrivel and dry up. But I'll tell you, bless God, if you'll talk about your lovely Heavenly Father, if you'll talk about the Word of God, if you'll talk about what He can do, your faith will grow by leaps and bounds. Now, if you confess sickness, it'll develop sickness in your system. If you talk about your doubts and your fears, your doubts and your fears will become stronger and they'll grow. If you confess the lack of finances, it'll stop the money from coming in. Now that sounds strange. That sounds like a paradox. But it isn't. It's the truth. I've proven that to be true. I've proven that to be true again and again. I remember a number of years ago, uh, in, in fact, way back about 1951, I, I was preaching uh, in, in, the, in the end of 1950 in a certain place, and, and I was dated after Christmas to go to a certain church. Uh, and so I, uh, uh, three nights, I wasn't able to sleep, and the Lord kept talking to me about not going to that place. And I kept arguing with him and said, Now, Lord, uh, I'm supposed to go there next. I'm going home for a few days for Christmas about a week and then the first Sunday after Christmas I start a meeting there and I might misput that, uh, that, that pastor. And, and then uh, the Lord just kept dealing with me and finally he got down to brass tacks with me and I said, well, Lord, that's a large church and it's right here in the wintertime and they guarantee a man so much. And if more comes in, you get it, you see. But if it doesn't come in, you've got a guarantee of so much anyhow. And it's just pretty easy to coast sometimes, you know, and, and say, Lord, you know, I, I need that money uh, because it takes money to go in the wintertime. Expenses are up, and we're going through Christmas time. We're going to spend more. But anyway, he said, no, I don't want you to go there. And finally, I said the third night, all right, Lord, I'll call that pastor tomorrow, and I'll tell him what you told me, and if he'll let me off the hook, I won't go there. But if he insists, I'll keep my word and go on. For one of the characteristics of a spiritual pilgrim is he that swears to his own hurt and changes not. And so the next day, I put it off just as long as I could. 
And finally, just after six o'clock in the evening, of course it'd be a little cheaper to phone in anyhow, I was staying in the Parsons and I asked the pastor if I could make a long distance call and I'd pay him. And so just as I started to pick up the phone at about five minutes past six, the phone rang. And so I picked it up and said, such and such a postage. And they said, there's a long distance call here for Reverend Kenneth Hagin. And I said, this is he. And it so happened that that was that pastor calling me. And so I said, well, brother, praise God, I'm glad you called. I was just about to call you, so you saved me a long distance telephone call. You can pay for it. And uh, he said, what are you going to call me for? Well, I said, uh... Uh, you tell me first what you're calling me about. <laughs> After all, you got through first. Well, he said, you're coming on to me, aren't you? Here, when you get through there, if you go home about a week for Christmas. Yeah, well, I said, I plan to. Well, he said, I'll tell you what I'm calling about, Brother Hagin. He said, uh, now, I'll be here on Sunday, all right, when we start the meeting off. But he said, I'm going to have to be gone about five days during the week. I've been called away and uh, some business is coming up and I have to go to Kansas City, Missouri. And, and he said, I'll have to be gone for five days, but I'll be back on the next weekend and I want you to come on now and, and you can just carry it on. There'll be someone here to take charge of the service and so on. Well, I said to him, Brother, I'll tell you what I was going to call you about. I know you're a man of God. You believe in being led to the Spirit. And I said, The Lord's been talking to me the last three nights and told me not to come there at this time. And I said, I just thought I'd phone you, and if you say, come on, I'll come on, I'll keep my word. I wouldn't want to misput you on this short of notice. Oh, brother, he said, that suits me fine. I didn't want to misput you on this short of notice. I really need to be gone two weeks, and so I'll just go ahead and take the two weeks off and get this business tended to. He said, you will come to me later on, won't you? I said, I will when the Lord says so. And it was two years before he said go. I eventually got there. But anyway... He said, well, all right, whenever the Lord speaks to you, you let me know, and, and we'll plan the meeting. And he said, no, that's fine. I was just uh, fearful that I would misput you on such a short note. I said, don't bother about me. I got plenty of places to go, plenty of doors open, and, uh, and uh, it won't misput me at all. And so I hung up. Then I said, now, Lord, where do you want me to go? <laughs> you know, he just leads you one step at a time. If you want to get the whole picture before you make a move, then you'll never make a move and miss the whole business. I had to cancel out on that one before I could get the next direction. Well, you see, I was just sure. I, I said, now, Lord, I guess you want me to call Brother so-and-so in such-and-such a place. You know, I'm trying to tell him, you know, just what to do. Because he had phoned me and had written me and had sent me a telegram and had talked to me personally. And he said, we're averaging 300 in Sunday school and we've just got a new auditorium built that will seat 800 people and if you'll come, we'll guarantee you a full house every night. Well, you get 800 people together, you don't have any trouble getting an offering, you know. That many folks. And it's winter time. <laughs> And so I said, I guess you want me to call him. He just said, call me, collect any time, and we'll start. Yeah, I'm sure you want me to call him, don't you, and go there. No, he said, I don't want you to call him. Well, I said, Lord, where do you want me to go? And you know what he told me? He sent me off to a little old church away down in East Texas, right close to the Louisiana border, way out in the country. That just run 70 in Sunday school. And that was the top for him. Anywhere from 40 to 70. 70 is the top. 
I said to him, Lord, do you know what you're talking about? <laughs> now, some folks, they, they, they get excited, but I talk to the Lord just like I do anybody else. I'm closer to him now than anybody else. <laughs> Praise the Lord. He knows anyhow. He knows what you think. You might as well tell it. I said, Lord, do you know what you're talking Are you sure? Well, I said, Lord, I can't afford to go down there. You know how much money it takes for me to get by. And that little old church can't meet my budget. In fact, the pastor that's there, I held him a meeting one time at another place, a little old country church, and he gave me a dollar ninety-nine cents a week. <laughs> he did. Honestly, that's what I got. He got up on Sunday night the only time he took up an offering and said, Well, Brother Higgins has been here a week now. This received my offering and said, I've got a few coppers. You know, a copper's a penny. Maybe you have, and I think they all took him at his word, and they had about 199, so they all gave a penny apiece. <laughs> and I gave it back to him each week. I gave it back to him. I decided if they was that short, they needed more than I did, and went off without anything. Amen. And I said, Lord, that fellow don't even know how to take up an offering. And I can't afford to go down there. Well, he said, that's where I want you to go. Well, I said, all right, all right, all right, I'll go. But I said, I'll tell you one thing now. I'm going to expect you to meet my budget just like you do when I'm in the city and in the larger churches. Well, he said, you do the going and I'll do the doing. And I said, all right. Well, I got a hold of that fellow and told him what the Lord told me because he had written me in it anyway and said to him, if the Lord ever led me, and I found out later they'd been praying for two weeks in their church and I would come. And so I went home Christmas and then I went down there to start with him on the first Sunday after Christmas. And so I drove all, all Sunday afternoon to get there and right close to church time. I, I'll tell you, way out in the country, looks like, you know, down there in all those pine trees, looks like he's getting, getting to the jumping off place almost before you got there. I'll tell you, naturally speaking, it looked like you'd have missed a thousand miles. And so I drove up and I said to him, that, well, I hadn't hardly got inside the house till he said, Brother Hick, and I come very near calling you uh, and telling you not to come. He said, you know, we, ha we had a, cro a, a, a crop failure here. We're out here in the country and said our two main, main crops are tomatoes and cotton. And the hail got the tomatoes and the drought got the cotton. <laughs> we had a tomato crop failure and we had a cotton crop failure and we can't promise you a dime. <laughs> well, I said, I didn't ask you for a dime, did I? He said, no. Well, I said, Brother Robinson, I'm going to, Ben, as you raised the subject, I never mentioned it, but Ben, as you mentioned the subject, would you mind if I said something? No, he said, say anything you want. Well, I said, for goodness sake, don't get up there and tell the people, I know you had a cotton crop failure, you had a tomato crop failure, you can't give anything because you just got through telling them not to give. Now, if you're going to say anything, get up and tell them what the Bible says. Tell them that the Bible, God said, the 50th Psalm, the world and the fullness thereof is the Lord's. Tell them that the Bible said the silver and the gold, the cattle of a thousand hills is the Lord's. And what belongs to the Lord belongs to us, and we're all well able to give. We're going to take up the offering now. I said, I don't ask you to make a pull. Just pass the plate and give them a chance to give. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. 
The first item in this offer is the DVD from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled Manifestations of the Glory of God. The next items are the CDs from the 2019 camp meeting. All four of the Hagan family have a CD in this offer. All of these items are for the special price of $26.95. That's $8 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Craig Hagen and Denise Hagen Birds. Mom and Dad are going to be in Truesdale, Missouri. Truesdale, Missouri, I think it's real close to the St. Louis area. Um, October the 13th to the 15th, that's a Sunday through a Tuesday. And that's Faith Christian Family Church, Pastor Terry and Becky Roberts. And then they go from Truesdale, they're going over to Dubuque, Iowa. October the 16th to the 18th, that's a Wednesday through Friday night. Word of Life Church with Pastor Lauren and Joy Hershey. And you can go to rainbow.org to find out about our crusades, to find out everything um, at the ministry. Rama.org is, is kind of the, the, the place to go. I mean, you know, you can find out about live stream. You can find out about all kinds of things. Plus, we do invite you to visit our social media sites. Yes. You know, Facebook, Instagram for you. I don't do Instagram myself that much. but you know, I love Instagram. Yeah, well, <laughs> if you go to my Instagram, you'll see my last picture was probably a year ago. Um, not much Instagram. But for you that like Instagram, we do are on Instagram. We're on Twitter. And so if you're on social media, please like our pages and you know, talk to us. In fact, call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free. 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his series, Faith Classics. 